there are some lies in our science books. Taught it for 15 years. Even though I'm not teaching it anymore, I still like to study. It's so many neat things to learn. We're going to cover some of that tonight. Perception is being managed. We are being steered and guided by a hidden hand. The whole world has been duped by the media that is not real. <laughs> smart thinking, possible time traveler, smart thinking. That night, boom, contact memory. And then, do, Alex, if you don't agree, you'll be sent to a re-education camp. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I've lost my touch with the lady. Experts are suggesting that we're in a golden age of shape-shifting reptilian sightings. Now, why is that? I was, and still am, a huge conspiracy guy. I literally ran out of new tin hat topics to research. It was most definitely not capable of melting steel. Then I would be a crackpot if I thought that was that was the, the case. Thought that was that was the, the case. Welcome to the Hypothetical Institute, a podcast about conspiracies. My name is Luke. I'm Salty. I'm Cam. How are we, gentlemen? We're good. I'm doing fine. Well, I'm good. I can't speak for Robo. No, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine too. Did just have a shot of hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, tingling a bit too much there for you, Cam. But too hot. No, it's fine. Okay, good. I'm just saying I'm going to be spitting straight fire. Ah. Hey. It wasn't a shot. It was more like a teaspoon. A can't teaspoon. Yeah, I can't, and I can't back up that <laughs> at all. With um, just want to say to all the listeners, Robbo makes some mean hot sauce. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about low frequencies mm. or frequencies in general. Don't do that. And we're also going to be talking about sleep. A few sleep conspiracies. Oh, sleep in general. I just thought we don't. Well, we're going to be talking about sleep paralysis. Yeah. Okay, but. Yeah, a few other sleepy things. Because I don't really know why we sleep. No. If if we had, if I had known it was sleep in general, I would have found something to do with that. Anyway, let's go with frequencies. All right, cut all that. Nah, it's good gear. Cut it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about frequencies. Uh, We sort of frequencies came up in our gang stalking episode, Mm. and so Mm. I was looking at uh, a few frequency things, extremely low ones, especially. Yep. Uh, we mentioned briefly in the gang stalking one, Aaron Alexis, the guy that shot up the Washington Navy Yard. He believed that he was being targeted as a targeted individual with extremely low frequencies and he even carved into his gun, this is my elf weapon. Right. Or ELF. Right. So not elf as an Alvin. Well, this is the thing. People just assume he could have just been a hardcore LARPer. Mm. Taking it to way too an extreme. This is my elf weapon. It's plus five aiming. Yeah. <laughs> it shoots lightning bolt. Lightning <laughs> bolt. A lot of people died, Robo. He joked uh, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are low frequencies? I don't know. What are they? Well, it's, it's frequencies below the hearing threshold of us, right? Yeah. So humans can hear from like 20 hertz to 20,000 hertz. Mm. That's the general range of hearing generally. Yeah. As you get older, it gets narrower. It's still, it's a pretty good range. It's a good range. What is it? 20 to 20,000? 20 to 20,000. Like dogs 20 hertz to 20 hertz. Okay. 
Dogs can hear further. Just before we go on, we'll I didn't know on. we were doing frequencies we couldn't hear. I just did all stuff we could hear again. Well, there is you've stuff. O- you've, only done, wait, you've only done 20 to 20,000. Yeah. So I'm, you're missing out on the all, all important six hertz, eight hertz, four hertz. I'm focused on 528. The love frequency eight. Love frequency. Oh, anyway, we'll get to that soon. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, look. We've got a range of frequencies. We've got 19,980 frequencies that you can talk about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Infinite for you guys. What's the What's the high end of frequency? Where does it what does it go up to? Uh I don't know. Like infrasound, right? Like infrared. Gets to a point where it must There was I watched some videos of people using frequencies to levitate and that was super high. Like right. crazy high and they would um so you you now, get a, when you say using frequencies to levitate you mean actually scientifically or just uh yeah yeah so 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 fake to, videos. Uh, to to levitate like little uh balls. Right. So they basically put the Little, they get a tiny little speaker that's blasting out this frequency that's crazy high. Yeah, and then they get a, a pane of glass and they lower it to a certain point where it creates like the perfect um, oscillation. Yeah, I, th- I can't remember what the words they use, but oscillation is probably in the mix. Mm-hmm. And then it can, you can put like a little ball in there; it will float. Right, they levitate. So this guy was doing these neat little tricks with it. Yeah, um, and then he showed had some sort of who's like a Harvard guy, so he's you know. A nerd. Yeah. He had some sort of like thing that showed the f- sound frequencies and you could see as he moved the plate how they would adjust and you'd find that sweet spot. Yeah, right. It was pretty cool. Because I always found it was interesting that when you... So 20 to 20 is like hearing. Mm. I always found it interesting that when you buy headphones, sometimes they advertise them as having a frequency range from as low as like 18 or 15. Right. Hertz through to like 25 kilohertz, which I always thought... What's the point? Because you can't hear it. Mm. But I think there is something to the fact that the the frequencies being there makes a difference. Mm. Where you can't necessarily feel it, but your body reacts to those frequencies and the oscillations, which I think is where a lot of the conspiracy comes in, right? Like mm. using super low frequencies that we can't hear to have an impact on your body, your body physically. Mm. So there's, it's sort of split into two different ways that it's supposed to be used. One is to have an impact on you physically, yep. where you can hurt someone with an extremely low frequency. Mm-hmm. Or make them shit themselves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I came across one guy. He was like this old white guy with a long white beard. And he had this very long video about... Was he an elf? <laughs> he had this very long video about extremely low frequencies. Which basically came down to that they were use, the government was using it to make him shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> so that, but he was a truck driver, right? <laughs> and you can't be a truck driver if you're constantly shitting yourself because the government's blasting you with frequencies. No, mm. and the idea was that they were going to replace all the truck drivers with these military truck drivers who would take all the truck driving jobs because all the truck drivers <laughs> are shitting themselves. <laughs> Well, and they can't drive trucks. He's like, I, you know, I spoke, I spoke to my boss. I said, these guys, who are these guys? He's like, oh, we just, we have to hire them. They don't even know what they're doing, but we have to hire these guys. Yeah, right. I, I, if if I was hiring people for work that was maybe somewhat sensitive, mm. the first, well, it's not just truck driving. Yeah, but maybe like they're, they're moving some, I don't know, some gear that they don't want on the books or whatever. Mm. I'm not telling bloody Johnny shitpants. <laughs> 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 Keeping that on the low, you know. This yeah. guy's like 
So you agree that this is a worthwhile project? No. I, I to agree cut out all of the normal truck drivers and replace the military. I agree drivers. that anyone that has a, the thoughts, if if I'm in charge of anyone who thinks that the government's <laughs> making them shit themselves, I'm not bringing them on top level hiring and firing yeah. decisions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. And probably not calling him Johnny Shitpants to his face. <laughs> What's well, America? They don't really have the same worker laws, so you'd probably oh, be okay. Yeah. Oh, Shitpants. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that it can be used for, of course, is mind control. Yeah. I came across a couple of guys that were talking about how the government was using it to try and make them do a crime so that they would then get in, put into jail. You know, of course, then the prison industrial complex kicks in. Mm. Which, Actually, well, I mean, the prison industrial complex as a conspiracy is, you know... Real. Yeah, 100%. But I, I think they don't. They just get them for loitering or whatever. You yeah. don't need to like mind control them to do things. Yeah, there's hundreds of thousands of people in jail on like minor drug charges. You yeah. don't need to mind control someone into getting caught with a tiny amount of weed. You just plant it on them. Mm. Yeah. So six is a good number. Six hertz. Six hertz. Apparently, that's uh, when they've done. Experiments on psychics That was the, the hertz that was getting used Right on the, When they were being so I don't know how they measured this That's interesting Because the one that I mostly looked at 528 mm. Resolves so That's to 528 or 5.28 uh, 528 yeah. According to this site that I read It resolves to a 6 Which is the icon for physical manifestation uh, So that is in Pythag- Pythagorean math Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 5 plus 2 plus 8 equals 15 And 1, 1 plus, plus 5, 5 equals 6 yeah. The symbol 6 reflects the spiralling down from heaven Into the wholeness of earth In fact the love frequency can be fundamental To, bro- to broadcasting all matter and energy into reality According to the laws of physics Ooh. So 528 becomes 6 So maybe that's So that's the love frequency Yeah And what is that used for? Well Interesting you ask, Cam. Uh, it's apparently good at repairing your DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, math scientist Victor Shawell. I didn't look him up. Uh, he said it's fundamental to the ancient pi, phi, and the golden mean evident throughout natural design. Uh, it's essential to na- sacred geometry, uh, DNA structuring, and hydrosonic restructuring. But the reason I didn't keep looking at any other frequencies mm. is 528 was used by John Hutchinson, uh, Hutchison, sorry, a mad, mad scientist from Canada mm. who uh, used 528 frequency to fix the BP oil spill. Oh, right. So if you look up this guy and you go BP oil spill John Hutchison, you get all these results of like he went down there and just blasted 528 everywhere. Is the BP oil spill even fixed? No. Horrible, horrible ongoing disaster. Mm. Um, but like you Google his name plus the oil spill and you get a lot of cooks, you know. Oh, he saved the world. He did this. And then I found on like one blog someone like talking about how all these dolphins died. Mm-hmm. And then there's a comment. It's like, yeah, it wasn't helped by this <laughs> this guy turning up with all this Blasting three, three tons of equipment. Apparently he made it way worse. So what did he do? Well, so I found a video of him doing it. And it starts off on him and uh, his wife, Nancy. And they're sitting there just looking like a couple of stoners. You know, like... What if you, I looked at you? Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, you find, say, a middle-aged couple in a van near a beach. Yeah. Picture them. 
Yeah. These two. Right. Uh, and they just talked about what they're doing and they're like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna help this out. And he's wearing some, it's a pirate hat, but it's got a sheriff's badge on it. <laughs> yeah. And he's got another hat underneath. <laughs> I don't know about the double hat situation. And then they're talking about it's what like he's going to do. Steve Bannon he's talking to. <laughs> yeah. Talking about what he's going to do to help and what this frequency can do. And then it cuts to him, which shows him firing up all his equipment. He's just got all this cooked gear, like old tube amps and like noisemakers. You'd love it, by the yeah. way. So it just sounds like shit you'd sounds be into. Like and then he just starts blasting all these sounds out over the ocean. He's got <laughs> these old speakers and like um, half taken apart speakers. And he just starts like making noise like... <laughs> and then he just pops in some high pitched. Actually plays a pretty decent groove for a yeah. while. Allegedly that sound gets into the water, breaks up all the, the oil right. and uh, fixes it. Uh, he's also famous, uh, I, I sort of went down a John Hutchison rabbit hole, he's pretty notorious. He allegedly, um, he's a... Because then you've got to throw on the, the allegedly word. <laughs> <laughs> so according to Rational Wiki, uh, he's a Canadian self-proclaimed inventor who claims to have discovered and promptly forgotten the secrets of levitation. Yep. Free... <laughs> Free energy and how to make certain metals vanish. Uh, he claims to work for the US military. Um, <laughs> so what his famous experiment was uh, showing levitating objects using sound. Right. Uh, people pointed out you could see the strings <laughs> um, or the fact that it just appeared to be like an upside down. He was filming them on a camera upside down and like they might have stuck there loosely and he'd, right. the box would shake and they'd fall down. <laughs> he just flipped it. Then he said he can't do them anymore because of 9-11. Right. right. So not, uh, the government came and stole all the secrets because part of the frequency was he, he could destroy metal as well. Yeah. Uh, um, and the government used that to... Do 9-11. Dustify, yep. dustify the buildings. Yeah. So he was selling this video of him doing all this levitation and stuff. And then it cut to like during this video. You can see it on YouTube now. Right. It's just a guy, another guy sitting at a desk. He's like, yes, well, these... He's creating what I like to call hyperforce. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they did a, I watched another video of them doing something where they were oh, creating free energy from copper. Oh, no, creating a speaker, sorry, from copper right. and something else, which I think is what a oh, copper and magnets. That's, what, basically that's what, what a speaker is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like they were, I don't know, it was cooked. But they started off this video uh, with a little drag skit where someone comes into his office and he's dressed in drag and he's doing something and it wasn't footy show. <laughs> wasn't really clear why. <laughs> and then it cuts to like them showing how to make one of these. Right. Uh, John Hutchison, I think we need to come back to this guy at a okay. later time because he's very interesting. Uh, but yeah, he fixed the BP oil, oil spill. Do you, wanna, do you guys want to hear the love frequency? Of course I want to hear it. 528? Yeah. Anyone else super horny right now? <laughs> No, I'm filled with love. Oh, okay. I'm filled with agape. <clears throat> um, so yeah, he's playing like that frequency, but just blasting off like high pitched things and right. fun little samples. And yeah, salty, you'll be into it. So I had a look at. It. I actually, to be honest, I've forgotten the frequency that this was. I think it's like seven point three six hertz. Right. It's supposed to be the natural heartbeat of the Earth. Yeah, I came across that one. Yeah. And uh, there is apparently a project across the United States. Well, there is a project across the United States of low-frequency emitting bases called GWEN, the, right. the GWEN project, okay, which was designed to be a post-nuclear communication solution for the U.S. government. 
Right. So they have, they set up these weird little bases all over the country, which it's one of those things where you're like, oh, all right, fair enough that everyone got paranoid about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're supposed to be used to be able to communicate between them using low frequency. Who set them up though? The government. Oh, right. Really did. And they instantly started causing problems because they interfered with heaps of shit. When did they do this? Uh, in the, like the 90s, maybe. Okay. I didn't actually look that up. Okay. But they did it and then they've, they've shut them all down. Yeah, okay. Because they just interfered with too much stuff. And so their reasoning was they could use these to communicate somehow. It, the idea was that after the AMPs go off or after there's a, you know, after the nukes and the corresponding electromagnetic pulses, mm-hmm. all of the other communication methods would go down and they would have this backup. Right. Uh, okay. the ham radio guys. Yeah. Well, just in case the ham radio guys, you know, get blown up. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracies about what the bases are really for. And the, the main thing is, because they're sort of, I think they're operating on like an eight, eight hertz. Right. Uh, that's sort of what they were pumping out. That's was supposed to be disrupting the natural heartbeat of the earth. Uh. But also when you're getting into those sort of lower frequencies, it's like, well, is this just a gl- nationwide... Mind control system. Mm. I guess for anyone who doesn't know what a hertz is as well, yep. it's like one cycle. I'll put my hand up. It's like, <laughs> so one hertz is one oscillation cycle per second. Okay. So this is where a lot of the cookness comes in as well because people are like, well, we decided what a second was. Right. So how can we, how can we possibly have determined what true sound is? Mm-hmm. By judging it in cycles per second when we decided what a second was. When no- noise happens naturally in the earth yeah. and all around us and we've decided that this is this is where things are tuned to. Mm-hmm. So 440 hertz, mm-hmm. this is middle A on a keyboard is like what everything's tuned to yeah. in the Western world, which is 440 cycles per second, which sounds like this. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I'm into that. Get a tuning fork, bang it. That's yep. the sound it'll make. Was this okay. a long thread on the Ozprog forums? Um, <laughs> no, oh, it might have been. No, I don't think so. They weren't that good there. They were good guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, we, we determined that a second was a second mm. at some point in history, the Byzantine teens or whoever it was that decided that was what they were going to figure it out as. So... So 440 hertz is what we is was early in the 19th century or 20th century. I think yeah, in um 1885. Yeah, they decided on it. I think it, it got knocked it, back though, right? It had been first. it had been recommended as the standard in 1834, mm. and then yeah, it took a little while for them for it to become the standard. Yeah, so things were tuned to slightly above that, slightly well, below. It wasn't that. until 1936 actually that the American Standards Association. Yeah, made it the standard pitch. So the there is a conspiracy theory about that mm. and how 440 was used. So they reckon that 440 isn't exactly in tune with the planet and nature. Um, is it 432? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 432 is what they think should be. Everything should be tuned to that because that works out back to yeah the whole heartbeat of the planet kind of thing. Mm. 440 as the conspiracy goes, was used to militarize sound and music to get everyone angry, 
to mess with everyone's brainwaves, to change our DNA. Mm -hmm. And one of the conspiracy theories that was kind of debunked as I was reading it was that one, Goebbels was the man behind convincing the world to go with 440. Okay. He apparently wrote to the the British Standards Association or something or whoever in Britain was like holding out on doing it. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, this, we should all come together and be 440. Yeah. Signed, like, not the Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, so yeah, the, there are conspiracy theories that the Nazis are behind. 440. 440. What does 432 sound like? Let me dial that dial up. Dial that baby up. It's going to sound almost exactly the same. It sounds... Uh, Nah, 440 is better. That's 440. Oh, what do you like, Cam? I did oh. slide up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel uncomfortable. Um, so the Gwyn Project, 1992 mm. to 1994. Gwyn Stefani and No Doubt. Yep. First album, 1992. Well, well, well. Doesn't get any more concrete than that. Yep. Remember that gang stalking? I do. I can't forget oh. it. I, I driving around I listening to Gwen Stefani. So four forty. So all of the, every com- television commercial you hear, every song you hear, every movie you watch, it's all tuned to this. In the Western world, though, right? In the Western world, yeah, yeah. And that, and that's but, why. But also, like, I mean, the do- it dominates. Yeah. Even like a lot of like you hear Middle Eastern music, music which sounds tuned differently, mm. is actually. I think a lot of the time, just a different mode of a scale of standard tuning. Yeah. But I think like a lot of like Eastern music, a lot of Asian music mm. would now be tuned to Western mm. standards. Yeah. Just in, t- in terms of the actual tuning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like traditional music, you wouldn't like... Uh, like a gamelan. Yeah, that's the... That's yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's why they say the only music you can listen to if you don't want to be mind-controlled is gamelan. Really? Yeah. No, no one says that. Okay, well, <laughs> we, we do. We say it now. <laughs> yeah, we say it. Hashtag hypothepod. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good hashtag for us to use. No, use hypothepod when you say that to All people. right. Anyway. Uh, interesting. I don't... All right, full disclosure... I understood maybe 50% of how things are tuned to things. Uh, it's still quite confusing to me. Well, you know an instrument. I understand an instrument. All right, that's all I've got. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you tune, like, yeah, the hit a tuning fork yeah, and yeah. it plays an A, you yeah. can tune everything else to that A. So, so we kind of decided at some point that an A sounds like this and yep. everything was built around that. Yes. Okay. And there is there is a sort of a mathematical and natural formula to what sounds correct. Yeah, you know, you hear a bird sing and it sounds in tune. And it sounds like a nice little tune. Not these garbage birds outside. Well, if you have garbage <laughs> birds, that's unfortunate. I'm kidding. The birds outside my house are lovely. But you know, you hear like a bird song and it's like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, that sounds like correct. Yeah, that's because nature and everything. Yeah, right. Is tuned. But, he, but he's at bloody 4, 4.32 Or she Yeah your birds outside are playing bloody They're at 5.28 They're yeah. trying to rebuild my DNA Yeah So well, the 4.40 is supposed to rebuild your DNA as well But in a bad way <laughs> Oh read, right Let me read you this So there's a, a Right wing conspiracy theorist Mark Taylor Yep Cricket player? Not the cricket player Okay <laughs> <laughs> This is not the PK podcast yeah. This is somewhat disappointing But yeah. carry on uh, Also known as the firefighter prophet Yep 
so he was on a radio program where he warned that the Freemasons and the Illuminati are using a satanic frequency to change our DNA in order to make us oppose President Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he said, I believe what happened on November 8 is the enemy is the enemy has literally sent out a frequency, he said, and it agitated and took control basically of those who have their DNA turned over to the enemy. That's what's happening. The Illuminati, the Freemasons, all these people, their main goal is to change the DNA of man and they're doing it through these frequencies. He claimed that he's getting bombarded with emails from Christians who are being isolated by their friends and family because of their support for Trump and it's because their DNA is being controlled by the enemy. He says that the media is broadcasting its audio at 440 hertz, which has been found to damage your body organs and also changes your DNA, which is the goal of the Freemasons and the Illuminati. They want you to be part of the Illuminati bloodline. Mm. No, they don't. So Everything we know about the Illuminati is they don't want us to be. That's why they transgender everyone. So this guy wrote a book called The Trump Prophecies. Right. Which I found uh, helpfully Ooh, heard of that. annotated on an Angel Fire website yep. in the year 2018, which is always good. Okay. <laughs> Does that person have this same account from way back then? I hope so. And it's the only account still running. How is Angel Angel Fire still going? I don't know. That's weird. Okay. Uh, The people are like, can we turn off the servers yet? Like, no, that one person still has that page up. Can we get a Hypothopod page on Angel Fire? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, his, yeah, the thing is, they used 440 to change the DNA. And that's why people think that Trump's not doing a good job because the part of their brain that can recognise when someone's doing a good job has been so damaged by this frequency. Right. But he also, I saw an interview with him where he was talking about how uh, millennials are so lazy these days because this is the first generation that has grown up completely with 440 for their entire lives. It's like, Mm. no, absolutely not. 440's been the standard since the 30s. Though every... You know, mm. I guess the thing is, though, like, you know how people shit on millennials yeah. who are basically the same as every generation before them yeah. in terms of all the things that their elders complain about. Yeah. I guess in that sense, yes, all of those things can be explained by 440. Yeah, okay. It, and then everyone before 1930 was great. Do you, is he doing the whole thing where, like, these days, you know you can get good media coverage if you just shit on the millennials. <laughs> if, like, if you've got a survey and you're like, oh, millennials killing bloody water or whatever, millennials don't want to drink Coke anymore, you're going to get media coverage. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this guy's got his own thing going on. Okay. Because, yeah, the Trump <laughs> prophecies is like a bunch of prophecies he's come up with right. about the rise of Trump, which he's in favour of, and the end of days, which he's also in favour of. Yeah. Uh, there's some... This Angel Fire website was very uh, forgiving of some things that didn't pan out. Like one of his prophecies was about El Chapo. Yep. Uh, and how he would have a, a, a red shirt. And he explained that, oh, what I mean by that is his shirt will be drenched in blood from the shootout, which didn't happen because they caught him. So they stopped that prophecy from happening. It's like, no, that's not how yeah. I want my prophecies <laughs> to work. <laughs> Uh, do we have any other frequency gear? Oh, there was just one other frequency video I watched was this guy who 
he was talking about 440. He was also, he was also talking about 7 hertz. Right. He felt that 7 was being thrown into the mix. But uh, he told the story about going out to buy the Battle Los Angeles soundtrack. Oh, you linked to that video, but it was a different video. I think you must have linked to the wrong video. No, I linked to the right video. It's just you had to watch a couple of minutes of just the frequencies being played first. <laughs> okay. You had to be patient. I had to rearrange my DNA first. Yeah, this is the thing about you millennials. <laughs> but uh, Battle Los Angeles is a film that came out a few years ago. Yep. It's based on the Battle of Los Angeles that we discussed in a previous episode. Yeah. I think it basically posits what if the Battle of Los Angeles had been an alien invasion. And, and happened I think now. also happened now. Yeah. And had the guy from Dexter in it that's a cop. Yeah. <laughs> so he went out, he talked about how he went out to buy the soundtrack to Battle Los Angeles, which is a weird decision from the get-go, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He says he put it on and he was really disappointed. And not just because it's like a paint-by-numbers press the button <clears throat> Hollywood soundtrack <laughs> which surely having seen the movie and then deciding to buy the soundtrack you already knew yeah that that is like that movie is literally that right but then he was also disappointed that they used these satanic frequencies in it right it's like why did you buy the soundtrack in the first place yeah. when you had seen the movie and you didn't like the soundtrack anyway um the soundtrack is pretty much all orchestral. So there's no like six songs on it. There's no Rage Against the Machine songs off it. No rap and metal mashups? No, which would be perfect for that. They should have re-got everyone from Judgment Night back again yeah. and done that again. Do you guys want to hear 33 Hertz? Yeah. Of course I do. If, if it'll play. What am I, an animal? If it'll even play. Really? That's... Must be too low for my phone speakers to be able to generate. Or is this one of those ones that only oh, can young you hear people it? You're can younger hear. than I am. Is it hissing? I can hear a hiss. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Just a hiss? Yeah, just a little hiss. Our cat's, about, the cat's not freaking out. What about so. 666? There we go. Oh, that's awesome. It's too obvious though. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is one other low frequency, of course, though. It's uh, the infamous brown note. Oh, yeah. It's the brown note of conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> loves it. <laughs> I was like, this will get sold, you interested. <laughs> no, that's a myth, isn't it? It is. Mythbusters tried to do it. Yeah. They worked really hard on making him poop himself. Yeah. It's supposed to be like between three and six hertz. Yeah. Is it? I think so, yeah. Oh. Too low to hear. Yeah, right. But just really bassy. Mm. Mm. Too low to hear, but you feel it. Mm. Yeah. Especially when you're driving a truck. Yeah. Sleep gentlemen. Sleep gentlemen? Well, that's one of the things we're going to yeah. be talking about. All right. We're talking well, about sleep paralysis oof. and things that happen when you're having a snooze. Uh, should we talk about what sleep paralysis actually is mm. first? Have any of you guys had it? No. I mean, I've woken up 
yep, like good on you. being like, I know stuff's happening around me, mm. but either I made the choice not to get up or I don't think I could get up because I was just like, ugh, I'm not getting you up. You knew this stuff was happening around you or you thought stuff was happening around you? So I remember, no, I remember once when I was staying at a friend's house and his parents came home quite drunk in the middle of the night. Mm. They're knocking on the door and the window's like, hey, wake up, we can't get in. And I like woke up and I was like, ah. I don't know if I was like, it's going to be bothered. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> and then like in the morning, I'm like, oh, I should have got up. That was a really like dick move. Yeah. But I don't know if I could get up or not. Right. I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before. I had an experience when I was a child of waking up. I was dreaming and I, uh, in my dream, I wanted to like move my arms. And I, I think I was outside of the covers. I wanted to move them inside the covers. I remember waking up and there being this little demon holding onto my arm. Right. I couldn't move my arm at all. Well, you have said that before. Yeah. I'm sure I've shared it with you in confidence. Probably. But I've now, never heard it before. Now I'm no. coming out and well, telling the world. But I, I yeah, I screamed and I put my head under the covers and my parents rushed in. I was like, there was a little bloody demon there grabbing onto my arm. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's not there now. I was like, well, that's not a thing to tell a child. No. <laughs> Must have gone. <laughs> why, you, why is your window open? It's not there now. It definitely was before though. <laughs> Stay under the covers. Uh and I didn't sleep with my arms outside of the covers for another 20-something years. <laughs> As in up until now or? Up until relatively recently. Okay. What made you change that policy? Uh, probably just was like. <laughs> Realised I was a fucking child and that was my imagination. <laughs> uh, it's probably just like, oh, I invite death at this point of my career. <laughs> <laughs> you de- win, demon. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, oh, I th- you just thought it'd be good content. <laughs> Catch a demon, jeez. I, th- I think I just was like, you know, it's a weird superstition to have, and you know, my arms are hot, mm. so let's see what happens. Yeah, you were just like, oh, how good's that cool arm actually? <laughs> Been missing out all these years. Uh, interesting. So, so, so sleep. Uh, I don't think I have experienced it. So it's basically when you wake up. You wake up, you can't move yeah, your arms or legs or say or speak. It's the theory that your your body's kind of shut down because your brain thinks you're sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then part of you wakes up and your brain's not ready to wake everything up yet. Yeah. So it's when you, you're you in the you're in sleep, the stage of sleep that you're at gets mixed up. Mm. So there's a stage of sleep that you can be in where uh, you're, you can no longer control your breathing. It's just automatic because I guess your body's like, oh, well, we can't rely on this bloke to breathe in and out anymore. Yeah. Better just take that over. Yeah. And that's that's a that's a thing that your brain does to protect you, right? Yeah. Because if it didn't, every when you're thinking of making moves in your sleep, your arms and legs would be flailing around <laughs> and you'd be like doing crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you get locked down. Your breathing becomes an automatic process rather than anything that you have any control over. Otherwise, yeah, you'd be like, dreaming that you couldn't breathe and you die. Yeah. So what happens is that stage of sleep gets mixed up with the waking stage of sleep. So you come into that waking stage, but you've still got all of the effects. So you sort of wake up, but you can't move and you try and breathe, but you can't breathe, even though you are breathing, but you try to breathe Mm. and you can't do it and you freak out. Yeah. And one of the things that happens Sort of as we discussed in the gang stalking episode, the fight or flight kicks in mm. when you can't breathe and you have to look around from where you are 
in a fairly locked down position mm. in the dark with a lot of shadows and you've got to come up with a logical conclusion why you cannot breathe and what tends to happen for a lot of people is that they think that something's sitting on their chest. Mm. An old hag. Yeah, or some sort of demon mm. or a shadow person. Yes. Uh, so do you said a friend of yours had first-hand experience with this? Yeah, so I have a friend who gets it, I think, semi-regularly. Mm. And she, um, she had told me about it a while ago. She said it's terrifying because, yeah, you can't move. You can't. She, she would see. It was funny because I asked her about it today, remembering that she'd said it before, knowing we were going to be talking about it. And I kind of asked a couple of prompting questions. And the answers she gave me were textbook to what we'd been looking at. Right. <laughs> and I was like, good <laughs> shit. <laughs> so she said she sometimes sees figures in the room that are sometimes, they have no face. You can't make any features on them. Sometimes she can make out the shape of clothes. Okay. And sometimes they have hoods on. So I thought that was, that was kind of freaky because that's what all the all the accounts of it that I read about today or heard about seem to be very much about shadowy figures coming into the room, being in the room. I don't think they ever touch people or they don't ever seem to get to a point where they actually do anything to them. They're just there and they're like an imposing... Or sitting on their chest is the... Frightening. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So I think there's... That a- or they're like just around the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They're sort n- of where n- shadows are. Never, yeah. gra- never grabbing their arm. Mm. Sitting on their chest, not grabbing their arms. Yeah. yeah. That so must have been something <laughs> rest else. Rest assured, Cam. Cam. <laughs> yeah. that, was, that, was probably that was probably just an actual demon that grabbed yeah. their arm. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the... I really liked hearing about the hat man. Mm. So this is... I guess this is the conspiracy theory side, though, is that, no, it's not just a physiological thing. It's demons. Yeah, or demons. aliens. Ghosts. Ghosts. Shadowy hat men. Yeah. Yeah. So the first guy I looked at, he gave all the logical explanations and then said, you know, it's a thing that happens. My case, though, definitely. 100% supernatural. (laughs) Uh, He said it was probably an alien abduction or a shadow being. Um, He said the first time it happened, or maybe the only time it's happened, he had a dream about uh, laying his head in his uncle's lap and then it was all very nice, and then something happened, and he woke up. Mm. I was like, well, this just sounds like repressed memory. Yeah. Not that I want to cast aspersion on his uncle. Yeah. Or, but then he uh, came to and he couldn't move. He could see a creepy face mm. looming around him. So in order to get around it, or to defeat this uh, creepy face, he imagined a green orb encompassing his body. And this is a way to, to basically stave off alien abductions. Right. If you imagine yourself in a green orb... And he was all okay. Woke up the next morning. Everything was fine. Chatting to his sister. His sister said had the same experience. Mm, right. That day, the dog threw up. Ooh. The dog never normally throws up. Yeah. Was it green? Dogs that famously throw up all the time. Uh, didn't say what colour <laughs> it was. And munch their vomit. <laughs> then he said something also happened that day that he can't talk about. Mm. Video end. The next video goes on autoplay, which is the same guy again. Uh, How to Talk to Aliens was the name of that one. Right. So, <laughs> interesting character. <clears throat> interesting that he, he imagined a green orb well, to, to save himself. Well, that's at odds with everyone else, right? Yeah. Well, I did see a lot of people saying the only way to beat sleep paralysis is to shout the name of God yes. or to shout the name of Christ. If you can't shout it, think it. 
Yeah. Mm. Even uh, if you're not a Christian, yep. they, they bloody hate it. I also saw smudging with sage is a good right. uh, step to stave off sleep paralysis. Also, a ring of salt around your house. Mm-hmm. And also, one list of ways to beat it suggested not doing drugs. If you stop doing methamphetamine, right. you won't have these issues. But I won't get super awesome so meth time. Smudging, salt. Stop. Lay off the drugs. Yeah, lay off, lay off the meth. So can I just throw in a little cooking tip here? Yeah. If you dry some sage out in the oven a mm-hmm. little bit, enough to just so it's a little bit crackly, yeah. and then chuck it in a pestle of mortar with some, some salt, mm-hmm. crush that up, you get a delicious salt seasoning you can put on like steak and, yeah. and her and pasta and all, anything. But also it's a body super-powered salt for a little magical ring. Yeah, yeah, so you can you know kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. <laughs> I liked that one guy who was like, these shadow guys, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was um, Woodward TV. Right. Yeah. That's Woodward from Woodward and Bernstein, right? Uh, no, <laughs> maybe related though. <laughs> this guy, this guy with a hat. Yeah, that's right. Gangster. Gangster shadow. Yeah, he gives no fucks. <laughs> he gives zero fucks. Um, that's right. The, he says... He comes in with what looks like a fedora on his head. Yeah. That's right. And I was like, oh, he's going to say he's a neckbeard. And he says, that's right. Gangster ghost. <laughs> and then he says, sometimes it's a derby. Yeah. Sometimes it's a top hat. <laughs> Shadow beings have many hats. Yeah. yeah. I would like to suggest that perhaps if it was a shadowy weird figure, you wouldn't be able to tell it if it was a trilby or a derby. <laughs> You're not getting or technical. a fedora. Yeah. So this is the hat man we're talking about. This yeah. is the most fearsome shadow yeah. figure you could come across. He's apparently the leader of them. Oh, really? Yes. Jesus. He's the bloody Grand Poobah shadow man. And yet he's cultivated this sort of atmosphere within the shadow people where no one feels comfortable coming to him and explaining to him about the sort of brand shift that fedoras have undergone. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying if fedora shadow men knew about it? I feel like so, like he's got these yes shadowmen mm. who are like, yeah, it's great hat, good boss, it's really good, it's yeah. really terrifying. Certainly, hasn't got a pop culture <laughs> representation now. Yeah, yeah, that was very gangster. <laughs> yeah. Um, this guy also, he started it and he said, you know, one of the problems with man is that we have a bad habit of trying to control everything around us. Mm. So when it comes to these shadow beings that we don't know. It's only a matter of time before some madman goes out and tries to catch one of these entities. And he says, calls them interdimensional punks that like to pick on children. Yeah. And that's when he says calling God's name is the only known way to get rid of them. Interdimensional punks. And they have trilbies and they're fedoras. Yeah. <coughs> so I did, just on the scientific side of it, I did read there's been a f- there's been some work into fighting sleep paralysis. Okay. Right. On the medication side, I saw there was experiments with GHB, which is a bit of worry. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think there's been more success with like uh, training people to work through the incident as it happens. Mm-hmm. So part of the thing is you try and breathe and you freak out. But if you're aware of what's going on, you can just go with it because mm. you're not actually going to stop breathing. You can yeah. coax the shadow being in. 
Well, this is the thing. I'm reading, oh, the, the best way to deal with it is to just go with it. Yeah. It's like that's what the bloody Satanists would say, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just let the demon take over. Weirdly, the scientist telling me that was, yeah. I couldn't really see his face. He had a fun little hat on. I'm assuming Freddy Krueger rules apply, right? Yeah. Whereas <laughs> if you so. grab his hat and wake up, you'll have his hat. Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Free hat. Free yeah. hat. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that sort of gels with the thing about the, like, the he visualised he was covered in a bright green orb. Hmm. Like that's how, that is one way that you could think your way out of a sleep paralysis episode. Well, yeah, that's... To I'm bathed in a relaxing white light or in a green orb or kind of, Almost mindfulness. You're, yeah. you're being aware of where you are. Yeah. I did also read that uh, sleep paralysis is very much based on the culture that you're within. Mm. So in Egypt, for example, uh, sleep paralysis is associated with a lot of superstition around jinns or genies. A yeah. hmm. D-J-I-N? Yeah. yeah. You can chuck a D on the front if you like or you can just go for the J. Okay. Hmm. But uh, My preference is with a D. Yeah, it's fun. Jinn. 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 There's a lot of superstition around it where, all right, this is a thing where a gin is on your chest, blah, blah, blah. In Denmark, by comparison, where none of that superstition exists, there's a lot less cases of sleep paralysis. Plus in Egypt, they keep busting open all these ancient sarcophagi, just letting curses out everywhere. There's probably a gin in every one of them. He <laughs> said this is maybe why we need to drink the red, the red liquid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Free us from the gin. Drink the red liquid. Break the gin's curse. Wait, so the guy that was talking about the guys on the hats yeah. and saying that eventually someone's going to try and catch one of these things mm. and he used people catching gins and amulets and shit like back in history as like scientific examples of people <laughs> catching things. <laughs> yeah. like, so, so eventually someone's going to try and catch one of these ones yeah, and right. it's going to be bad. Someone will make an app for your phone. <laughs> it will just let you catch it like Pokemon Go. You wake up and point your camera at the shadow man and he's there and you tap, tap, no, didn't get him, didn't get him, get him, get him, get him, yes. So are we thinking we make a Hypothobot app that has some sort of way, like a quick alarm to wake someone up quickly, yeah. it wouldn't wake you up, you've got to turn on your, your Pokemon Go style app and you'll see a shadow yeah. and you catch them. Yeah. Can you get to work on that? Can yeah. you get to work on coding that thing? That's how you work through it. Yeah. So that eventually when it happens, you go, no, I've already got that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not going to bother. The hat man is like, not just that guy though, right? Heaps of people talked about that. Yeah, hat man. yeah. He's a common one, yeah. Yeah. So there's hat man, there's old hag, there's yeah. generic demon. Um, I think lots of cultures have their own ones. Yeah. And there was that one chick who was talking about how the shadow figures aren't all bad. Yeah. Well, she's like, you know, people think they're all bad because they're black. Yeah. She's like, that's a very ignorant viewpoint. <laughs> But then the example she gives... <laughs> Jeez. She just dropped a hard B out of nowhere. Yeah. But then the example she gives is it's like a, you know, like a black dog. People like... Oh, you know, uh, okay. Oh, like black de- depression. Do- you know, black dogs are nice. Yeah. Oh. Oh, right. So black dog's like a term for depression lab. though. Mm. Yeah. But she's saying like black well, dogs are friendly dogs. Well, yeah. that, yeah, you find a black lab that's not lovely. Oh, yeah. Not, not disputing that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, there's this cultural thing that black's bad. But that's the one example she gives. She doesn't use the... But then she also she's skirting around it though. Yeah. She also comes back around and goes, "Except the Hat Man, he's the worst. <laughs> you, don't, <laughs> you don't want to encounter him. He is fucking the devil. Not fucking the devil. <laughs> he is the devil." Um, I saw one example of a guy who said he spoke to the Hat Man. Right. Asked him his name. Yep. He said his name was Scratch. Scratch. 
which is another name for Satan. Oh. Right. I thought it was... That's his, like, hip, hip, yeah, <laughs> fucking hip name. I'm Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls out a flick knife. <laughs> like, I'm hip, look at my hat. <laughs> no one had actually looked down and seen that he has big platform shoes <laughs> with, like, goldfish in them. Um, the One of the... In China, uh, Chinese mythology... Uh, sorry, Eastern Chinese folklore... Uh, it's thought that a, a mouse can steal human breath at night and gain powers. Yeah. And what it does is it gains enough powers while it's sucking out your breath that it's strong enough to pin you down. Right. So you wake up and you've got this bloody super strong mouse that's just all juiced up on your bloody breath. Yeah. Carbon dioxide. What I, what I found interesting, maybe this is going to be like a really belabored point, but we'll see. <laughs> I thought, yes, social media is making us less social, Cam. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that... Uh, all of these different cultures have their own thing. So the Egyptians have the jinn, the Chinese have the super mouse. Yeah. Uh, like Which is the best one, but carry on. In the States, they'll have like, you might have aliens where there's a lot of, you know, that sort of stuff in the popular culture mm. or where there's like a heavy Christian influence, they'll be, it takes on a demonic form. The man in the hat is sort of, you know, the ultimate evil in American society, the businessman. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway. I. But also I think it might have something to do with the fact that shadows look weird sometimes. The guy that was doing the Man in the Hat video that we were talking about, mm. he had a pretty cool effect. Did you see that? Where it had like an outline of a man in a hat. Oh, and it kind of just And it was moving out. around, but you could see his hat. Yeah. Uh, his production values were good. Were they? You said they went downhill though. Yeah, I when I said that they went downhill, I meant as soon as that bit started, that's where I felt they'd gone downhill. Oh, I enjoyed I that. I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah, what the hell? Because as he was talking about what was happening, it was very kind of spooky sounding, and this figure was just kind of morphing, yeah, and shifting. Mm. I guess we have different standards. Um, he called them interdimensional punks. He was wearing a fedora. I wonder if you turn the light on, the fedora might have a little chicka band on it. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out he's super into Scar. <laughs> just trying to get everyone, trying to get everyone back into Scar again, which so, would explain why everyone thinks it's evil. Because yeah. like, oh, Scar, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> uh, one thing I noticed, I looked up about the Hat Man is I did a little Google trend search. Mm-hmm. Uh, hat Man really took off around the time that someone wrote a book called The Hat Man right. about shadow people. It's one of these people that's written a few things about shadow people. Uh, they'd first brought them up on Coast to Coast, the radio show right. that deals with a lot of conspiracy and paranormal stuff. Uh, Art Bell? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a good compilation of all the people ringing into Art Bell talking about these on, on the YouTube. Mm. So check that out if you've got time. But yeah, I I mean, the thing about Google Trends is maybe she put a name to a phenomenon that a lot of people had experienced. Mm. But I mean, the hat man is sort of what you'd call... A spooky hat man, right? Yeah. Even without someone putting the name in your head. So I feel like there shouldn't have been a huge spike if this was something that lots of people were already experiencing. Mm. Didn't the Mad Gasser have a hat on in all the depictions? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Mm. He had a cow. No, he had a, he had a bit of a door in a lot of the... Robbo trying to legit- legitimise his whole Mad Gasser thing again. Let's look back at the Mad Gasser. Oh. Very much like a bloody shadowy hatman. Yeah, yeah, I will give you that. It's not but a photo though; it's just a drawing. Just a drawing, <laughs> and also that was the time when people wore hats. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, it's fair. 
it's one of those things where once you get told about it, then it puts the idea in your head like you wouldn't... Like a meme. Yeah, it is a, it's a literal meme. Yeah. But like people don't have... You can... Your brain can put together the idea that there's something on your chest, but if you're told that it's a crazy hat man, then mm. you're going to see a hat man there. Yeah. It's one of those things. Now I'm worried that I watch too many hat man videos. <laughs> <laughs> the little demons are going to come back all grown up. You should replace them with another trendy guy wearing a hat, the scat man. <laughs> if that demon comes back and he's wearing a hat, I'm going to tell him. <laughs> I'm going to be straight with him about I, the hat. You mean, yes. The scat, scat man. man. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Okay. <laughs> all right. Anything else on bloody sleep? Well, I feel like Saldi wanted to bring up exploding head syndrome. Oh, yeah. I feel like now that I've said that I wanted to bring it up, I feel like I should have looked into it more. Because <laughs> I, I think it would tie into the whole... Okay, I guess it should have been talked about. The frequency thing was like... Stuff about exploding head being like an event that happens, like returning to your body from something. Okay. Or like, yeah, being, like being returned by from an alien abduction... And that's like you're coming back. But there was also the thing of, you know, when you're just sitting there and like your ear goes, and starts doing a high-pitched noise that no one else can hear. Mm. And like your other, your other ear might block mm. and you hear this noise. Was tied to like ascension events where people are trying to trans, their bodies are trying to, or their minds are trying to transcend to another plane. But it doesn't happen for whatever reason. So you, you just get ready. a bit of a blocked ear. Like, Here it comes. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. No, dude, <laughs> Still in the office. I thought those two things might have tied together, but I couldn't really find much. Because I've experienced exploding head syndrome before. Mm. Well, what, what is it? Is it just when your head goes, your ears block and you get a little ring? No, so no. It's, it's when you're sleeping. It's sort of when you're drifting off to sleep and then you'll hear like a really loud noise. Oh, like, yeah. It might be like a bang or like yeah. a gunshot. I think I've had that before as well. Or like mm. someone yelling something. Yeah. Mm. You just hear, ah! You wake up. And it's like, oh, I wish that hadn't happened. Mm. Yep. It's really annoying. And that's exploding head syndrome. Yeah, that's yeah. called exploding head syndrome. Exploding head syndrome, the name does not reflect how mundane no. the problem is. Yeah. The, when, if people's oh, heads start, f- if people's heads start exploding. Oh, for such a great little sleep, Robo. <laughs> and like, it becomes a problem through whatever, you know, weird phenomenon in the future. Like, oh, exploding head syndrome. Head oh, syndrome. It's, and taken. it's taken. It's like, taken. Oh, what are we going to call it now? You know, what's funny about that exploding head syndrome? I saw a list on Reddit or something of like, what's your favorite conspiracy theories? And one of them was about JFK. And it was like the no bullet theory. Oh, yeah. That his head just did that. <laughs> <laughs> See, exploding head syndrome. Yeah, that's that could have been the start be. of exploding head syndrome. And, and then yeah. his head just blew up. <laughs> Well, isn't I mean, feel like in the '90s on kind of paranormal shows, spontaneous combustion yeah. was a thing. I feel like I haven't heard much about that in the last. Is there a topic couple of decades. That? Yeah, let's talk about yeah, that. Right. Yeah, Um One thing that does come up a bit in the sleep paralysis stuff is people talk about hearing a buzzing or like some sort of frequency. Mm. Uh, a movie that I would recommend checking out if you're interested is called The Nightmare, which is a documentary on Netflix. Mm. Uh, it came out at the Melbourne International Film Festival a few years ago. Myth. It was in... Well, we have a lot of foreign listeners, Robbo. Yeah, I'm just now... We can refer to it as myth. It's a little yeah. bracketed thing. Oh, yeah, from right. now on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, myth sort Pete of marketed it as... Uh, <laughs> like, it was in the horror movie section of the festival. 
but they marketed it as like this is the scariest one because all the scares are real. Oh. But it's a doco about a bunch of sufferers of sleep paralysis and then they reenact what they experienced. And it's sort of, I watched a little bit of it today and it's a bit creepy. Right. I don't know if I'm going to go back because when I typed in the nightmare into Netflix, it was like, do you want to watch the nightmare or do you want to watch Moana again? I was like, well, I think I want to watch Moana. <laughs> <laughs> what? I wonder why Nightmare comes up in the algorithm for, for, Moana. for Moana. Yeah, yeah, I really don't know. I don't know. That's like, interesting. Explore titles related to it. It's like, oh, maybe because it's all pitched at four forty. Uh, that explains it. Yeah. I saw a Slender Man documentary. Um, speaking of somewhat related supernatural documentaries, um, have we, we haven't talked about Slender Man on the old podcast, have we? No, no. another topic. Yeah. It wasn't a very good documentary. Yeah. No. Anything else on sleep? Nah. No. Uh, might go do some. Oh, yeah. All right. So before we start wrapping up, a little bit of extra biz. Yes. Yeah. A little podcast news. We have set up a Patreon. Yes. It is Sick AF. Uh, what is a Patreon for those that may not be aware? It's a way that you can be a patron of the podcast yep. mm-hmm. uh, by giving us a little bit of money. We have a few tiers. Yes. We have... One, uh, we, we tried to make all these tiers as cooked as possible. Mm-hmm. So the first tier is three dollars and thirty three cents. Yep, three 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 three. Uh, signing up to that will get you bonus content. Yep. Um, you will also you- get a cool little hypothopod badge, hypothopod button, which <laughs> we're all wearing. Yep, three dollars thirty three a month. Yep. Yeah. Each month uh, you sign up, that'll be deducted out of your little thing. Yep. And you'll get extra content. Are we doing weekly content for them? Yeah, yeah. Oh, every, every week a bit of extra content on top of the podcast. Yeah, um, and that'll be our what we've done in the past is our wrap. Yeah. So, so we'll, if there's stuff from previous episodes we want to revisit, we've yep. got new information about something, something small that's happened that we didn't we might cover in a future show, but yeah. we just want to address it. Yep. You'll get access to that. Uh, next up, the next tier is the six dollars sixty six. Yep. <laughs> what cool, for that? Really cool Satan tier. Yep. For that tier, you get the same stuff as the first one. Yeah. But we'll also send you out a a little cooked units enamel pin. Yep. That so you, you can wear around to show your love and flair. So you get a badge and a pin. A button. Yeah. A button, like a, a one inch button. Yeah. And an enamel pin. Yeah. $6.66 a month. Nice. Um, also, you get to say you're giving $6.66 a month to a podcast. Yeah. Just super cool. Um, it's US dollars too, so it's It'll come out work. of your bank account slightly differently. Slightly different, but <laughs> hey, hey, it's the optics that count here. I yeah. think we do Australian dollars now. Oh, okay. I'll set it to Australian dollars. Yeah. Okay. Um, Damn, you just lost us like two bucks a day. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you get all the same stuff. You just get a cool little enamel pin. You, maybe you want to support us a little bit more than three dollars thirty. I think the cool enamel pin is, is worth three bucks a month. Yeah. Extra. And if you want to give us more, give us more. It's up to you. Well, we've got the final tier. Well, yeah. yeah. But if I mean, you, if you don't want to give us the final tier amount, but you want to give us a little bit more than 666, you can if you yeah, want. Yeah. But you don't we have won't to. be mad. And the final tier is for anyone out there who is as cooked as us. Yep. Bloody loves us. Loves the podcast, really wants to support us. There's the $33 tier. <laughs> what do we get for the $33, $33 tier? $33 tier. If you want to give us $33, you'll get. All the bonus content of the other things. Yep. You'll get uh, enamel pin. Yep. You'll get 
a button. Made yep. believe in chucking two buttons. Yeah, <laughs> one one for you, one for your partner. Yep. But what we'll also do is every six months we'll send you out a mystery box of items yep. that are conspiracy theory related. Yeah. Maybe exotic wares. Exotic wares. <laughs> we'll go to Ishka. <laughs> no, we've been uh, we've been collecting some cooked stuff from op shops. Yeah, I the the cooked stuff that I got. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it, when I found it, at I'm not going to say where I'm getting my cooked stuff from. I was just like, whoever signs up for the thirty three dollar tier, yeah, uh, just going to be lucky as the yeah. first sign up signee. I guess get, the I first get, mystery box is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. They're going to go downhill after that. No, no, they're going to be. They're going to get better. I think. So if you want to, if you want to give us thirty three dollars a month, all the money's going to go back into the podcast. We're going to put it towards getting. Wow, not all of it. Well, you know, they got to eat. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll be putting the money back in. We'll be buying more equipment if we need it. It'll help us pay for hosting. It'll help us do everything that we do. Yeah, get merch made. Um, and you know. look, three dollars thirty three a month. Yeah, if you want to sign up for that, oh. Be great. We will love great. you regardless. Yeah, we love all, all you, all of you, regardless. Also, any of any of the cooked people who want to give us thirty three dollars a month will also be considering you basically a producer or a sponsor of the show. We'll give you yep. a shout out every week. Um, you can suggest some topics for suggest us. Topics, yeah, yeah. I fully don't expect anyone to take that up. That's no. fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's, we get to keep more mystery box for stuff for ourselves. <laughs> the items that I have, I really don't want to give, give them up. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, jump on patreon.com slash hypothopod. Yep. Check it out. Um yeah, and if you want if you do sign up, you can get what we're about to talk about. Yeah. yeah. You know what we could do with these mystery boxes if we don't want to give up the stuff we've got? Yeah. How about we just I've been watching on YouTube. I know Salty, you fell into a mystery box hole. Oh, uh, did I ever? I fell into the niche hole of deep web. Mystery boxes, people right. buying stuff off the dark web. Oh, yeah. We could just sit, because we'll have your address, we can just sign you up for a dark web mystery box. And you'll get like a bunch of cocaine and like a bloody knife or something. Wait, just anyone? <laughs> yeah, anyone who signs up for the $33. Oh, okay. We'll just, we'll just go to <laughs> jump on the dark web and get you a dark web mystery box. I want the cocaine. I don't want the bloody knife. That's something I don't want That's to be involved right. That's with. why it's not going to you. It's going okay, to the, good. Going to the listeners. Yeah. What if I sign up for 33 Right. No, here's the promise. If you sign up for the $33 tier, we will not send you a dark web mystery yeah. box. Everyone else gets a dark web mystery <laughs> box. <laughs> we will send you a little box of stuff every six months. Yeah. A big box. A big box with a few things in it. Yeah. Yeah. Big box, small content. <laughs> yep. So... Where can they find you on the web, Robbo? You can get me at Ale of a Time, aleofatime.com, and my book about beer, keg, bottle, can is available in all good bookshops. I know people have gone into a bookshop and bought one. Whoa. You can do that too. Maybe I'll buy one at your launch. Please do. Um, This will be out before your launch. Hopefully. August 8th, Tallboy and Moose in Preston here in Melbourne. Come along, 7pm. Any Melbourne people who listen and want to come along, meet. Robbo. Robbo. <laughs> yeah. You'll be there too. So you'll be salty. There. Maybe Cam on. will be there. We'll see how he goes. See how we, see yep. we go. Uh, yeah. Uh, me, you can find it at Saltmarsh on Twitter, Andrew Saltmarsh Illustration on Facebook, and check out Toe Hider on Patreon. No, don't check it out. Check out. Yeah. Well, we'll give, to, give to us first, and then if you want to give more, come over and check out the Toe Hider one. And you can find me at Sex and Armor on Twitter. Gather around me on Facebook and iTunes for my other podcast. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
Don't worry about a thing Except if all our world leaders are alien reptilians Whether or not Port Arthur was a false flag operation in which to disarm Australia I said don't worry about a thing I accept you can definitely hear John Lennon say I buried Paul at the end of Strawberry Fields forever Ooh, Don't worry about a thing Except not only did Bush do 9-11 but he also keeps the planes out in Area 51 which Let's not forget where all the aliens are Don't worry about a thing Except Donald Trump is clearly a woman